You're listening to a podcast from Spencer Poetry and Performance, a collaboration between the International Spencer Society and Shakespeare's Globe. The conference took place at Shakespeare's Globe on the 12th and 13th of June, 2017. This podcast features a selection of pivot readings from Palm 1, Poetry, Dialogue and Performance. The first pivot reading was taken from stanza 15 of Epithalamium. Ring ye the bells, ye young men of the town, and leave your wanted labours for this day. This day is holy, do you write it down, that ye forever it remember may. This day the sun is in his chiefest height, with Barnaby the bright, from whence declining daily by degrees, he somewhat loseth of his heat and light, when once the crab behind his back he sees. But for this time, it ill-ordained was to choose the longest day in all the year and shortest night, when longest fitter were, yet never day too long, but late would pass. Ring ye the bells to make it wear away, and bonfires make all day, and dance about them, and about them sing, that all the woods may answer and your echo ring that all the woods may answer and your echo ring. The second pivot reading was Article and the Levelling Giant from Book 5, Canto 2, stanzas 30 to 32 and 34 to 35 of the Fairy Queen. He said that he would all the earth uptake and all the sea divided each from either. So would he of the fire one balance make and one of the air without or wind or weather. Then would he balance heaven and hell together and all that did within them all contain, of all whose weight he would not miss a feather. And look what surplus did of each remain, he would to his own part restore the same again. For why, he said they all unequal were, and had encroached upon others' share, like as the sea, which plain he showed there, had worn the earth, so did the fire the air, so all the rest did others' parts impair. And so were realms and nations run awry, all which he undertook for to repair, in sort as they were formed anciently, and all things would reduce unto equality. Thou that presumest to weigh the world anew, and all things to an equal to restore, instead of right, meseems great wrong dost show, and far above thy forces pitch to soar. For ere thou limit what is less or more in every thing, thou oughtest first to know, What was the poise of every part of your? And look then how much it doth overflow, or fail thereof, so much is more than just to trow. For at the first they all created were, in goodly measure, by their maker's might, and weighed out in balances so near that not a dram was missing of their right. The earth was in the middle centre pite in which it doth immovable abide, hemmed in with waters like a wall in sight, and they with air that not a drop can slide, all which the heavens contain and in their courses guide. The third pivot reading was Gluttony, Parade of the Seven Deadly Sins, from Book One, Canto Four, stanzas 21 to 23 of the Fairy Queen. And by his side rode loathsome Gluttony, (laughs) deformed creature on a filthy swine, his belly was upblown with luxury, and eke with fatness swollen were his eyes. And like a crane, his neck was long and fine, with which he swallowed up excessive feast. 
for want whereof poor people oft did pine. And all the way, most like a brutish beast, he spewed up his gorge that all did him detest. In green vine leaves he was right fitly clad, for other clothes he could not wear for heat. <laughs> and on his head an ivy garland had, from under which fast trickled down the sweat. Still, as he rode, he somewhat still did eat, <laughs> and, and in his hand did bear a boozing can, of which he sucked so oft that on his seat his drunken course he scarce upholden can, in shape and life more like a monster than a man. Unfit he was for any worldly thing, and eke unable once to stir or go, nor meet to be of counsel to a king whose mind in meat and drink was drowned so, that from his friend he seldom knew his foe. Full of diseases was his carcass blue, and a dry dropsy through his flesh did flow, which by misdiet great daily greater grew. Such one was gluttony, the second of that crew. <laughs> The fourth pivot reading was the selection from the August eclogue of the Shepherd's Calendar. It fell upon a holly eve. Hey ho, holiday. When holly fathers <laughs> wanted to shrine. Now giveth this roundelay. Sitting upon a hill so high. Hey ho, the high hill. The while my flock did feed thereby. The while the shepherd's self did spill. I saw the bouncing belly boat. Hey ho, bonny bell. Tripping <laughs> over the dale alone. She can trip it very well. <laughs> <laughs> well decked in a frock of grey. Hey ho, grey is green. And in a kirtle of green say. The green is for maiden's meat. A chaplet on her head she wore. Hey ho, chaplet. Of <laughs> <laughs> sweet violets therein was stored. She's sweeter than the violet. My sheep did leave their wanted food. Hey ho, silly sheep. <laughs> and gazed on her as they were wood. Wood as he that did them keep. As the bonny lass passed by. Hey ho, bonny lass. <laughs> she roved at me with glancing eye. As clear as the crystal glass. All as the sunny beam so bright. Hey ho, the sunbeam. Glances from Phoebus' face forthright. So love into thy heart did stream. Or as the thunder cleaves the clouds. Hey ho, the thunder. Wherein the lightsome levin shrouds. So cleaves thy soul asunder. Or as Dame Cynthia's silver ray. Hey ho, the moonlight. Upon the glittering wave doth play. Such play is a piteous plight. The glance into my heart did glide. Hey ho, the glider. Therewith my soul was sharply gried. Such wounds soon waxen wider. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast from Spencer Poetry and Performance, a collaboration between the International Spencer Society and Shakespeare's Globe.